have to start re- start recording because we can't not capture this discussion about our our famed fallen leader Donald Trump. <laughs> God rest wow. his soul. He's- I didn't know that. I just uh, you're telling me now for the first time. Hold me closer, tiny dancer. I, I honestly think his like hand movements there too, where he's just like, it's so, it's the chore, their choreography is incredible. He's like, I don't know. He's the queeniest man, and I it's, just, it's so I, it's, beautiful. It's so funny that he is, he is uh, portrayed on the right as this like former like all American athlete. You know, he's like, he has like, he's like portrayed as if he's like a a former prize fighter. It it really is amazing that he earned that reputation. And it's just because he's racist, I think. Is that really it? Like, I don't understand. I I mean, it's because he says all the things they want to say. So it's like, yeah, it's like gives them carte blanche. Like if I support him, I can say all the things too. So, I mean, that's a good justification. But he's, he's rich enough to not have to deal with the repercussions like this is a guy who was like playing memory from cats to like his valleys <laughs> and just like yeah this is the most macho man in the world the guy who's like playing us the soundtrack from cats Fucking a man who cats. who loves show tunes and wears a wig yeah it's it's incredible okay and so he he just launched his new social media site called truth or whatever truth social and it's already been like massively defaced because as soon as it was announced, everyone just snatched up all the usernames super quickly. So someone named someone who has the username real Donald Trump on truth social just was posting the pig poop balls just instantly, <laughs> just instantly. Like, and apparently all they did, it was like copy and paste like Mastodon's like entire infrastructure. It's literally, is it literally just a Mastodon instance? Yeah. It's just like. Oh my god. That fucking rules. They're doing the exact same thing that like leftists did like three years ago, where it's like, well, if I'm banned from Twitter, I'm just gonna go over here and like pretend I'm I still care. And then like everyone just came back after like two months. It's like, no, nah, it didn't work. I mean, ever. yeah, like this literally has already failed within the last like year. I can't even what was it called? Parlor. Parlor was, was the parlor, one. Right? Yeah. Parlor. Yeah, what the hell happened to that? Isn't that what that was this was supposed to be? Um, Parlor. Wasn't that Dan Bongino's yeah. social media and he ended up losing a ton of money over it? Well, I mean, also Parler became uh, what we'd like to call evidence for the prosecution in a lot of cases <laughs> of the Capitol. Yeah. So, That's right. Oh, darn. You took you took videos inside the Capitol that geolocated you. That sucks, bro. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not ideal for for Parler, I guess. But. Um, let's see. So I'm, I wanted to find what he said about it. He's been releasing more of his statements, one of which we'll get to in a sec in reference to, uh, what happened to Getter? Yeah, oh, Getter. That was the other one. I was trying to remember what the other one was called. G-E-T-T-R because apparently like every app has to have like one letter missing just to make it sing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, uh, let's see. He launched it called Truth Social. I've created Truth Social and TMTG. I don't know what that is. To stand up to the tyranny of big tech. We live in a world where the Taliban has a huge presence on Twitter. <laughs> Yet your favorite American president has been silenced. This is unacceptable. That's well, so funny. I'm sorry, Donald, but the Taliban has a few more W's in the last year than you do. 
They do. I am excited to send out my first truth on Truth Social very soon. TMTG was founded with a mission to give a voice to all. Oh my it's God. The Taliban? He just founded Verit again. I know. <laughs> Look for the Verit code. My very first truth. I have a 19 inch cock. Oh my God. This is a tr- uh, truth spelled with a Q spelled. Uh, uh, it's true. Sorry. It's like if a Mormon mother was trying to spell the word truth. <laughs> That would also have oh K and G and a couple Yeah, TMTG is Trump Media and Technology Group. They also announced plans to launch a subscription-based video service called TMTG Plus that will feature, quote, non-woke programming. The new <laughs> endeavor will be led by reality t- television producer Scott St. John, who has worked on shows such as Deal or No Deal and America's Got Talent. Cool. It's just going to be like reruns of Rush Limbaugh saying slurs and like gulping hot dogs down. Dude, I know. This is Oh, this Scott St. John guy is a real freak. I'm looking Honestly weirdo. though, I'm I'm ecstatic that Adam Carolla is finally going to start work again. <laughs> Great for yeah. The man show transitions to TMTG. <laughs> it's just going to be old reruns. That and like they're bringing back Spike TV, let's be honest. They're, there's no way they could bring back the man show because Jimmy Kimmel would like burn down the studio to make sure those videos never come out again. I know. They'll do uh they'll just bring back Doug Stanhope, right? Uh, uh Rogan. Yeah. Oh Rogan. Yeah, sure. Dude, why does this Scott St. John is this the same guy? This guy loves the violin. I don't know if it's the same guy. Anyway, that's a that's a strange name. Well to that to your point though, Kyle, I have a proposition for for Trump, and that is and and Jack Dorsey, if you're listening, can we just give Trump his his account back if he promises not to ever be president again? Like That'd I feel like he's a man who's dedicated to posting enough that he might take that deal. Oh, yeah, definitely take that deal. And then he'd be like, you know, I wanted to run for president again. Is he but, running for president? Is he going to run or not? I'm sure. I'm sure he will. Come on. Okay, so if three and four Republicans want Trump to run for twenty for twenty twenty four. Um I but I, like I think it's like he might be too lazy to run. It's like he had an out by losing, but then again, like his ego is so fragile that like he might not be able to like leave a loss on the table. I know. But he's he's seventy five, dude. Like Man, what a waste. What a waste of time to do that again. Like, why the fuck would he even want to be president again? Like, things are just going to continually be getting worse. I don't know why he'd want to put himself in front of that. But I mean, he didn't do anything as president to begin with. I mean, I know when you just like get a job and they can't fire you and you just don't do it like that's kind of a dream right there. So he wants to be a cop. Yeah. (laughs) I'm still on this beat. I mean, technically, president is like the ultimate cop. Yeah, I'll eat yeah, like really supreme, supreme like, cop for sure. Yeah, he just hired like a bunch of racist people to do immigration shit. And then I think that was like, I don't know. It and just, then passed. Yeah. And then made it so like none of his friends had to pay taxes. Yeah, pretty, pretty tight. We love the Trump, the Trump tax cuts. Um, so the other thing, the NBA started up. And it's already turned into the NBA is trying to like suck off China or whatever. And <laughs> what was the what was the first tweet about 
Okay, why is Ennis Cantor the way he is? First of all, he um, he's pretty much if like I don't know that neoliberal uh, Twitter account or centrist hippo on Twitter was like an actual <laughs> person. He really is. Um, he's like if Megan McCain was six <laughs> ten. What was the first tweet about the shoes? Like someone was saying, there was God, like Kasparov, who's like a chess master who became like the ultimate like Russia Gate dude. I'm pulling it up. <laughs> yeah, and, another bold stand by my friend Anis Cantor. Is it a coincidence that he sat on the bench against the Knicks tonight in double overtime, or is the NBA's love of Chinese money more important than the rights of their players in China's victims? Yeah, it was definitely his stance on China and not his like plus minus for like the last seven years. Like it is a known <laughs> fact. Like go back a couple of years ago when Ennis Cantor was beefing with Devin Booker. All Devin Booker did was say every time down the floor, pick and roll Ennis Cantor. Yeah. He can't move his feet. The man is allergic to defense. That's why he doesn't play. He moves like he's 90 years old. So he wore these shoes that said free Tibet. And then if you search Ennis Cantor on Twitter, it is just the most like all the conservatives are just losing their shit about this. They're just loving it. They're like, let's see, um, a new wave of NBA boycott in China is to come. But this time, Ennis Cantor's message is much stronger than Daryl Morey's tweet, and he probably won't back down. NBA player Ennis Cantor said China was run by a brutal dictator, and as punishment, China has now pulled Celtics games off the air in the country. Bravo to Ennis for speaking the truth to Chinese power. And it just continues and continues all of this stuff. But this one is honestly pretty interesting. So somebody named Danny Haifongs posted a picture of um, of Ennis Cantor with Bill and Hillary Clinton wearing <laughs> Clinton Boston jerseys and then a picture of him with John Bolton and it says Ennis Cantor is literally CIA his mentor is Fethola Gulen a longtime US asset who lives in self-imposed exile in Pennsylvania Tibet was freed in 1959 cope so it's just full battle over, I mean, over there are, there's Cantor a bunch online. of pictures of him like hanging out with Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump as well yeah dude imagine yeah. caring at all about what NS Cantor does ever I know anything I know they're like wow LeBron would never do this and it's like yeah yeah dude yeah you're probably right <laughs> Yeah, because LeBron doesn't have to worry about what he's going to do after the NBA because he's going to be set for life. Like, it does not matter for LeBron. Ennis can set himself up on, like, the Brookings Institute speaker page or whatever. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So that's... I'm super stoked for him to speak at the next TPUSA event. He's going to, like, he's going to, like, be, like, a fixture at that Politicon thing every single year where it's going to be, like, a... He's going to be in between, like... I don't know, Michael Moore and Tucker Carlson in the future. Hell yes. Those shoes look like shit, to be honest. I, did he play in those? <laughs> I, I looked at them like I just sparsed over them and I thought they were like a Looney Tunes thing. There's no, no, those are like, those are Air Force those, ones. No, the, no, they're they're not even Air Force. they look like, what are those? They look like I'm, dog shit. Let's just be. They look like they're built like Converse. They look like they're built like Converse All Stars with like that much like ankle support. But I can't figure out what they, they kind look of like. Painted Timbs. That's what they look like. They don't even look like basketball shoes. They look like boots. It's pretty sweet. Anyway. Yeah, those. 
yeah, those are those. They look like a, like a, a like a hybrid Air Force One Nike Blazer, and they they look like shit. Yeah, it looks like yeah. basketball shoe from like 1987 that you used to just like destroy your foot. So <laughs> I'm 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 confused by by all this. Like, what is the what is it the conservatives want the NBA to do about China? Like, stop stop showing games there. Or is that is that the whole thing? They just don't want the NBA to be broadcast in China. Is that literally the whole thing? They don't know what they want. They just know that it's the brand that they're supposed to be against. So they're just angry about it. And like we're again, we're supposed to just accept the fact like they're fine with like, I don't know, 75 percent of our consumer economy being powered by stuff that China makes and we are supposed to be upset about the NBA showing games there. Is that, I'm pretty sure that's the whole thing. I don't know. (laughs) Okay, cool. They don't know what they want. Like that's the one thing you say about conservatives. They always piss and moan about the brands that are somehow bad or anything. Like, Like every single person was like, I'm never watching the NFL again. But then like three weeks later, it's go Packers. It's, it's the same bullshit. It always is. They don't have any sort of like real coherent response to like, consumerism except for i'm gonna be mad at this and post about it like for example like netflix with cuties and all that too it's like i'll never watch netflix again and i guarantee you like 99 percent of them went to re-up their subscription again after that yeah dude i was just so I, like i have to read a book for work that like relates to netflix as like a business or something and i was buying it online and i saw a review for this book that was just tangentially about like the Netflix business organization. And someone was like, Netflix was a horrible, is a horrible company. Check out cuties and you'll know what I mean. I was like, are people still doing this? Like this was review was left like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, what is happening? They're, they're back with like the, Oh, Dave Chappelle is speaking. To oh, that's Alex. right. So, you oh know, Netflix is good again because they're standing up to those damn trans people, you know, the very powerful Holy trans shit. lobby. I fucking hate this country and world <laughs> so much. It's so, it's so stupid. It's so stupid. It is like the every day of the discourse is just so stupid. I'm glad I like I've tried to suck myself out of. I, I've sucked myself out of the the daily discourse, but I just focus on the good discourse, like what's coming up next. And I'm, of course, I'm talking about. Um, what Donald Trump had to say about Colin Powell, our fallen general, um, which let me find real quick. <laughs> so fucking funny. I mean, yeah, so so Colin Powell, um, unfortunately, uh, bit the bullet. He died from covid this week. Um, well, being fully vaccinated, by the way. It, but yes, exactly. So here, here's an, here's a, an opinion in Politico. It says Trump's post post mortem roasting of Powell could burn him in the end. Um, it won't. No, it absolutely, won't. it will not. How many of these fucking articles can they can they write? Like this was this was a piece every other week in his presidency, and it didn't do shit. Yeah, this is the exact article verbatim as the speaking bad about prisoners of war is going to doom Donald Trump for his run for presidency. It's like no one cares. About literally, I, it, it is incredible that someone in Politico, in Politico could write an opinion piece like that, like get paid to write whatever this is. It's their senior media writer, Jake Schaffer, wrote that article. And I'm not going to read it because it's like 
there's no way this could backfire on Trump ever because I don't know if anyone has noticed, but no one that likes Donald Trump likes Colin Powell or George Bush. Like it's not like the only people that like Colin Powell and George Bush these days are liberals. Yeah. <laughs> like, and and like the incredibly slim minority of the Republican Party, which is your Mitt Romney. Like that's that's where we're at. And he is a liberal, quite honestly. So um so here's the quote or here here's Donald Trump's statement on Colin Powell's death or Colin I, anyway Colin uh Colin. wonderful to see Colin Powell who made mistakes on Iraq and famously so-called weapons of mass destruction be treated in death so beautifully by the fake news media Trump wrote in a statement the day after Powell the first of the first black secretary of state and chairman of joint chiefs of staff died due to complications from covid Trump continued and said Hope that happens to me someday. He was a classic rhino, even if that always being the first to attack other Republicans. He made plenty of of mistakes. But anyway, may he rest in peace. The but anyway is so funny. But anyway, may he rest in peace. The only way you could top that off is if he just started that whole quote with. Wow. I wish. I didn't know that. I just, uh, you're telling me now for the first time. I just wish I could see those. Beautiful tiny little hands. Do that thing again. He looks. Like, he looks like the weird, uh, like alien man from Pan's Labyrinth with the hands in his eyes. Dude, he does. <laughs> He's like, <"Bleep." laughs> yeah, I know. You know, he just wanted to be an actor or something like that too. Like he, he loves Broadway so much that like it's a tragedy that like his dad was just like this like abusive piece of shit that just like forced all of his will on him and then that was it for him he could have been somebody he could have been like a tony award winning he could have been nathan lane let's just be honest yeah i mean trump could you guys just imagine egot trump oh my god there's still time let's go Uh, seriously though like that's that statement though is exactly what i mean about just give him his twitter back like as with the with the contingency that he can't be president he or can't do anything. Be president. Let him just be a messy bitch for like the yeah. rest of eternity, and we can all just witness it. Like oh, the man has a gift. I, I love the Chapo suggestion that just make him like head of government instead of like head of state. So he just gets to be like America's special little guy and go cut <laughs> yeah. like that. Just, like, he just goes around and like just waves at people. He's just kind of like the queen, except for just like <laughs> yeah, yeah. So make, we were talking make a monarchy, about, sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah sure. We were talking about that that um, Greg Kelly guy who like he who, fucking rules so hard. Who like who channels Trump Trump's energy pretty well Horn better than like name. like what's his fucking face um who's the hillbilly elegy guy oh jd vance oh jd yeah, vance. vance like tries to like a lot of those like sad sack republicans try to channel that energy yeah. and just fail like marco DeSantis, Lucia tries DeSantis to is the same way yeah yes like desantis Desantis is even getting to the point where he's starting to do the fancy hands too he's got the jazz hands down oh my god there was a video there was a video i saw that like juxtaposed trump and desantis uh like desantis's speech he made earlier this week and even the mannerisms are the exact same it's like it was like when pete Buttigieg was trying to do his best obama impression oh yeah 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 no, it's a it, it's great too, but because no one can really match that energy except no. for this Greg Kelly guy, because he just like has the exact same amount of brain poisoning as Donald Trump does, so he could actually hit that wavelength hard. Like JD Vance can't because he's like a Yale Law guy who was like 
like trained by like Amy Chua, the tiger mom lady to yeah. essentially be like this proper and very like, like what a Republican was in like from 1980 to like 2008. And then after yeah. that, it was just like, no, man, it's not you. you don't- yeah. I mean, it's, it's even like really sad to see Donald Trump Jr. Try to like imitate his father, like on Instagram and whatever he posts online where he does like, he tries to speak with the same cadence and like the same mannerisms. And it's just like, it's really sad. It's just really. Also, Donald Trump Jr.'s bio is executive vice president of Demel- development and acquisitions, the Trump organization. What does that even mean? Oh, that is a bullshit title for someone who doesn't have a job. <laughs> oh, this is so good. Pronouns, colon, your hero. That's what is in his bio. That's, Hell yes. That's One so joke. epic. That's dude. all you got. That is Okay, straight up, like when you when you get into conservative Twitter, I have no fucking idea what they're on about. Like, okay, so I clicked on Greg Kelly's Twitter because he's he's like losing his mind about Michelle Fiore, who's running for something in Nevada. And she had this like Trump ad where she's just like she is. Yeah, he's saying, wow, because I think he thinks she's like super hot or something. Um, (laughs) She's wearing like a really tight dress and is brandishing a weapon on her belt around her dress. It's Greg's quite a look. Greg Kelly is like two days away from just posting nothing but that Vince Vaughn motorboating gift from. uh, (laughs) And that's all he'll do. It also like, you know, helps things that that woman has like party balloons for breasts yeah yeah and then yep she like she looks like she yep. looks like a fucking barbie dude it's really weird um but i'm just scrolling through like the relate it says like other i clicked on that tweet and now it's just saying more tweets and i got jim jordan kevin sorbo jack posobia Donald Trump jr kaylee McEnany, richard grinnell like i have no idea what they're on about at all like Fauci lied under oath. Do something about it, Congress. Did you ever think it would be this bad? Waiting for the leftists to cancel him for toxic masculinity. Talking about some like Marine. They're, like they're just in another universe and it's kind of awesome. The thing is, oh, Mike Pence went to in and out today. That's pretty cool. Oh, cool. Wow. Mother allowed him to have trans fats. Jeez. <laughs> he took it. Wow. Ah, this what a freak anyway okay that's enough that's enough twitter for me but um, i mean the thing about like conservative like comedy and twitter is they're always mad about something that normal people either have no idea about or don't care about because it barely affects the people in the story they're trying to tell yeah like what the fuck is kevin sorbo up in arms about ever like he's just like I that he hasn't oh, had he, a they, job since 1995. Dude, whatever, man. He was in that one really good movie. Uh, yeah, he played the, the atheist professor who was owned by Logic. <laughs> no, oh. he played that other one where they essentially just killed Antifa. Like that was the whole movie oh. as they were being like attacked by Antifa. He was in that movie. He starred um, in Ben oh. Shapiro Goes to Summer Camp. Was it like, was it like The Hunt or something? How the fuck am I supposed to know? <laughs> Like those movies all just blend together. They're just like, what actor from 1995 can we get? Can we get the guy from Renegade to see if he can do like some (laughs) like late term abortion or something? Let's just go for it. Doesn't matter because no matter what, we're gonna have a bunch of insane people watch him because you know they want to be on in on the culture that really exists. Can't believe Kevin Sorbo was in the OC. He was in the OC. 
He should be edited out. Playing what? I don't know who he was in the OC. Let's see. My God. Oh. He played a recurring role. It was in the final season of the OC. Sorry, that um, I'm trying to find what that movie was fucking called. The Antifa one. It was great. Uh, I'm sure it was great, whatever it was called. It was the re- it was the Reliant. Oh, highly recommend everyone check out the Reliant. Um, it's got a cool 3.6 out of 10 on IMDb. Awesome. A 19 year old woman must care for her siblings after the, an economic collapse leads to widespread violence, and they are forced to seek refuge in the wilderness. They're like, there's like, it's it's straight up about like Antifa attacking attacking everyone or something. It's pretty good. Let's see. Oh my god. Highly recommend. Anyway, on my movie podcast that uh, came to a close, we we did an episode about that. It was it was a good time. Um. Anyway, so Jordan, you're the troop here. Talk to us about Colin Powell. Give us the rundown. Tell us why we should be sad about his loss, about the loss of him from this world. Well, there's a there's a few reasons to be sad here, and I think we all need to acknowledge a few things. First of all. Golan Powell was a man who served his country for like 45 years in the army, which is amazing. Um, a man who went to Vietnam as a captain and tried to punish villagers by burning down their hamlets to try and coerce them into not being a part of the Viet Cong, which, you know, seems counterintuitive to me. But you know what? I'm not a skilled officer like he was. Um, <laughs> you, got, you got more dues to pay. That's right. Maybe one day you'll get there. He was a proud man who embraced uh, esprit de corps, especially in his unit, the AmeriCal division, where he was an executive officer for operations, where he received reports about massacres of civilians, including the My Lai massacre, where he ignored them and said, actually, relations among troops and Vietnamese people are great. So, you know, we love a company, man. You know what? But, but the thing is, like, he is like he was a politician at every single level. He's probably the best military politician since MacArthur, who was able yeah. to convince people like, oh, I'm just a I'm just a regular old soldier. Don't I'm I'm just a simple soldier. I don't understand this politics stuff. Anyway, I'm going to be Reagan's national security advisor. Yeah. And he did that role and also helped arm a bunch of like South American juntas to like, like essentially just carry out genocide against indigenous people but that's you know, the thing that's the thing that's so crazy about colin powell and we haven't even gotten to him like obviously lying to the un and you know helping start the the iraq war but like even before that he already had like a hall of fame war criminal resume yeah he between he vietnam and everything else he lied to congress about iran contra to keep the secretary of defense casper weinberger out of prison because they asked him like did weinberger actually have like a journal he's like oh no never saw a journal and then when it came out that casper weinberger does have a journal it's like oh yeah uh that i i just saw stacks of papers on his desk that might have been a journal i don't know i can't really speak to him it's like you're this best friend in the department of defense what are you talking about yeah yeah and then of course like most famously like one of the you know his big quote regrets or whatever the mistake that was so painful for him was essentially the entire uh invasion of iraq kind of being hinging on his testimony of being the evidence of weapons of mass destruction in iraq 
um, and the need for us to invade. So, um, yeah, big shout out to him for that one, for using the clout that he had gained and the internal respect that he had gained, despite everything that Jordan just outlined. Um, but that's how you gain that internal respect, right? Is be by is by being a company man and doing all those things, using that reputation in order to um, get the UN to go along with what he was saying and launching an illegal war that is responsible for the deaths and misplacements of millions of people. So, but you know what he uh, and he endorsed Obama and Biden. So you know what he he was a good one. He uh, redeemed himself in the eyes of liberals. I, he, I mean, he was one of the harbingers of girl bossing when he endorsed oh Hillary God. Clinton, and I respect yeah. him for that. And like, and he's been doing the same like speaking tour bullshit that Bush has been on like the last like year or so. Like my friend's workplace like had Colin Powell do like a speech that I don't know how much they paid him, but he just like came and talked to them about like. Or I think it was virtual about just I don't fucking know. Like, what do you what, what does he come and speak to a company about? Like, I like just being a being a person. I have no fucking idea. But um, so he just got fully accepted into polite society, like was mentioned. Liberals love him because he doesn't like Trump. Like, that's literally all it takes. No matter what you fucking did and no matter how many people are dead because of you, as long as you just say you don't like Trump, you're just uh, you're all clear in the uh in the mainstream liberal viewpoint. It's just beautiful. I, I will say this. He did have some bangers in his email that accidentally got leaked or not. Oh, really? He got hacked and then released. Uh, here's this one in the lead up to, uh, it was 2014. So it was a lead up to 2016, but it was about Hillary Clinton. I would rather not have to vote for her. Although she is a friend, I respect a 70 year old person with a long track record, unbridled ambition, greedy, not transformational. With a husband still dicking bimbos at home, parentheses <laughs> according to the New York Post. My God. You know what? I take back all the bad Dang things it. I said about him. Colin Powell rocks. <laughs> He's actually good dicking now. Dicking bimbos. <laughs> Maybe oh not the most PC, but you know what? I, I get it. Dick Bimbo sounds like a conservative radio host name. <laughs> Uh, I believe Dick Bimbo was uh, Bush Senior's chief of staff in 1989. <laughs> Dick Bimbo, that's good beautiful. friends with Epstein. I love it. Oh, so yeah, um, no good, no good things to say about Colin Powell. Just really disappointing to see the people who came out in support of him. Just, I mean, I'm not surprised. There were some that are were surprises, unfortunately. I don't know if it's even worth mentioning. But oh, you mean like when Killer Public Mike. Enemy said said rest in power? Did they? Public Enemy said that? Of oh, yeah. all people, man, fucking Chuck D. I thought we. I, th I thought. Oh man, I was just thinking about like Jamal Bowman. Um, <laughs> Respectfully grieve the power. Jesus. Yeah, I mean, there's like, yeah, I. I, I I don't know. I was told I was told I had a simplistic viewpoint on it by saying uh, he was a war criminal. But I mean, nah, there's no way around him. it. Yeah, I will say you I will say this, though. You know, 2021 has been kind of a, you know, a difficult year for all of us. But right. we can't take solace in knowing that two major players in the Bush administration are dead as fuck. 
That's right. We'd love to see that. I was holding out for Wolfie, but oh, it, it's fine. It's, it's yeah. coming, baby. Honestly, Donald Rumsfeld is a, I mean, that's a good one. But like, I mean, like people have pointed out, these guys won, dude. They're, they went, they died yeah. peacefully with their with their families at home. Honestly, I'm not sure how peaceful Colin, Colin Powell's death was. That probably sounds pretty horrible. I mean, yeah, dying of COVID doesn't sound very peaceful, but he spent the last years of his life just making thousands and thousands of dollars of just doing <clears throat> those fake speaking gigs that like our, all of our politicians are just able to do after they commit all the crimes they commit. It's pretty amazing. And, so, And he got to go on stage with the Black Eyed Peas. You know, that's cool. That's right. <laughs> Good for him. <laughs> amazing stuff. Um, so the next thing that we want to talk about is someone uh, who probably has a lot of respect for Colin Powell. I didn't get his, uh, didn't, didn't check out his opinion, but he's a CIA man himself. He's a company man. And he wrote an opinion piece in the Deseret News, which has fast has a uh, very f- quickly become our, uh, our go-to for what the, what the pulse is for, uh, folks in our state, because the opinion section in the Deseret News well, not, not even just the opinion, but specifically the opinion. Um, it's just a shit show of just all the all the greatest cast of characters. And Evan McMullen is uh, is 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 the newest hit. And he wrote an article that says why I am running to replace Senator Mike Lee. And if you remember, Evan McMullen is a man who ran for president in 2016 to try to ostensibly stop Trump from becoming president or stop him from winning Utah, which would somehow like force a convention in which someone else would be chosen. I don't really know what the plan was, but um, he, of course, earned the nickname from Donald Trump himself, um, McMuffin, I believe. And uh, yeah, he wrote he wrote an incredible article that we're going to go through today because He's attempting to unseat Trump head Mike Lee. We do not need extremists, the dividers, or the self-serving opportunists who haunt the halls of Congress today. So he says, and again, keep in mind that through all of this, uh, Evan McMullen, he's part of this like new weird like third way type of thing. He is an ex-CIA agent as well. Um, and I don't really know what he's been up to for the last few, year, few years, just trying to preach about respectable politics or whatever. He's been running some sort of a like fake hack thing called Stand Up Republic, which is supposed to be like, uh, we're going to build civility as a yeah. in between. I never want to hear that fucking word again. It's the worst. Okay. More than 150 years ago, my great grandfather, William Wood Sr., escaped religious persecution by crossing the Atlantic and trekking over the Great Plains and the Rocky Mountains to the Great Valley of the Salt, of the Salt Lake. Of which he called the haven of our hopes. I think there was no many other, there. Yeah. <laughs> many other European and American travelers had passed through the region we now call Utah. Before they marvelled at the stunning beauty of its snow-capped peaks, red rock canyons, stark deserts, but they quickly recognized its harsh conditions and moved on to more hospitable places. But for William and many others, this land offered their greatest chance at freedom, opportunity, and peace. The future of the United States was uncertain when the first pioneers arrived. Our fledgling nation was embroiled in a period of internal conflict, which culminated in the Civil War. The pioneers survived. Talk about America. They wanted to burn down. <laughs> yep. No. 
<laughs> Surviving, let alone thriving here, where others didn't dare, required cooperation, selflessness, and dedication to family and community. Only a commitment to a greater common good would allow them to tame the land, find security, and establish vital services in, sh- in such an isolated place. Once again, that- so good that there was no one else here. Yeah, I, this was there was no one here where others didn't dare to live. There was just it was just the land. Um, he continues. Generations later, Utah is home to millions and has the fastest growing economy and population in the nation. And while income inequality is the lowest of any state, many of our communities are now considered the most prosperous in America. I'm gonna need some fucking citations needed on a couple of those things. I know he he doesn't provide citations on uh, on Shit. those on. He has one on from the Milken the Milken Institute about Provo Orem being one of the best performing cities. And um this is fighting for San Francisco and San Jose, whatever by whatever metrics they're talking about. Um which are these are these model like is San Francisco and San Jose is that the model for for what these guys want to, to see happen here with like the tech situation? I mean, judge like are they Silicon. familiar? Yeah, I mean, judging by Silicon Slopes, yeah. yeah. I mean, th- the only reason they don't like California is because California is run by Democrats, despite the fact yeah. that essentially the Democrats in California govern like liberal Republicans anyway. Right. Like they have the same economic policies as like what you'd see here. So it's like, um, yeah, like anyway, almost so complete deregulation and like as crony as capitalism as that as it gets. Yeah. It's, yeah. The, it's the, the, the same big, shit. The big difference between us and San Jose is that essentially <laughs> uh, we're more willing to just water down labor rights to nothing and allow corporations essentially have prima noctum over our over our workforce i know like they are like i always hear so much about this economic like this fervor and like how much incredible growth we're experiencing we also are like multiple cities basically the entire wasatch front is like in the top five cities in the country for the over for overpriced housing markets. Like the median house house price in this state went up by like $150,000 in the last year and a half. The average house in on the Wasatch front is over half a million dollars now. It's ridiculous. Like, and none of them ever fucking talk about that at all. Like, no, they weren't at all. <laughs> they, if they did, they have to like realize like ideas like price control and like dealing with uh, affordable housing as like a policy yeah. measure as opposed to like a thing you can put on a flyer and send out. Yeah, it's it's amazing. Anyway, um, thousands of people from diverse backgrounds still take a refuge in Utah from per, from pestilence and conflict while others come for economic opportunity and community for their families meanwhile our oh, nation is oh. in jeopardy <laughs> yes <laughs> meanwhile our nation is in jeopardy once again and problems outside of Utah are increasingly impacting our lives at home no they're not yeah we don't yes. yeah yeah because nobody in Utah actually contributes to the problem so this is this is like my one of my favorite things that just this go this goes in the exact same direction every single time. And there are never any there are never any policy things. There's never any actual there it's anyway, you'll see. So our two our two major political parties are more polarized than they've ever than they've been in a century. 
The extremes now dominate our politics and seek to weaponize government power against fellow Americans they consider enemies. What? These extremes do not represent Utah. There was a presidential campaign that broke into the Democratic headquarters. Yeah. I, I think that might be a little bit worse than like calling names or something. It's... Yeah, they prevent us from governing ourselves. The result is crisis after crisis that never gets solved. Forest fires, water shortages, a never-ending pandemic, inflation and exploding national debt, the high cost of health care, and a loss of faith in our elections. And what the fuck are you going to do about it, House Policy Director for the Republican Party? Well, I'll tell you what he's going to do about it. Here at home, we have a better way. It's called the Utah way. Oh my god. Shut the fuck it's, up. It's more. <laughs> that is the worst branding in the world, too, because essentially like the Utah way spoilers. I hope I'm not ruining for anyone is I'm not going to do a fucking thing, but I'm going to take credit for anything good that happens. Yep. Yep. And um, just this whole posturing of like somehow our state is above all of this shit. We're not. Like somehow we're exempt. No, no, we're not. Especially this like, yeah, this like polarization. Have you seen, isn't it something like it's like 98% white Republican Mormons in the Utah legislature? Like we live in a fucking theocracy. Well, yeah. So like they always talk about their, like the Utah way is predicated on their ability to compromise with one another. And it has like, if you go to the Utah way page, like they, they, um, they have a, yeah, it's, they talk about that. It's so easy to compromise when you have 80% of the legislature. What Dude, have they ever saying. compromised? And who are they compromising with? They're compromising with a Democratic Party here that recognized Mitt Romney as a hero on billboards or wanted to or whatever because he simply voted to impeach Donald Trump. And like that's the type of people they're compromising with, people who are just rolling over anyway. So it's like – As you can see here like, in Utah, we are very polarized. Mitt oh Romney God. voted with Trump like 95% of the time. Yes, but those are the two – those are the two – that's the left and the right. That's Mitt Romney on your – as your far left and Donald Trump as your far yeah. right and the compromise is somewhere in between the two of them. <laughs> oh my god. It's so annoying. I fucking hate so much that like they – this Utah way talking about – well, he says it's more compassionate. It's selfless and independent. It's the kind of leadership that sticks to principle yet finds common ground to solve problems. It's how we prosper together. Like, what That's, are you talking about? Like, we find common ground here. It's like, oh, yeah, you mean like you're one like LGBTQ protections, right? Which pretty much just says like, hey, it's bad to uh, discriminate against LGBTQ people unless you find a religious way to do it. Exactly. We, like, it's because they can all they can all tout their like their uh, endorsement from Equality Utah or in circle or whatever, while, you know, in circle is just like a. a a mansion to give people who to give like queer kids a place to hang out, but then force them to pay for their own therapy anyway. Like, yeah, it's fucking insane, dude. Seven yeah, o'clock. We, I know you're homeless, but out, out you go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We won't. Our compromise is like, we're still going to bulldoze your encampment, but, um, we're gonna so bad we, about came, it. we came to, we, we came to the agreement that we're actually not going to hunt the homeless for sports. You're welcome. Incredible compromise there. <laughs> I, it, yeah, that th- this false this false idea of a compromise where any actual critique of capitalism at all is never in the equation at all. Whoa, there! Are you saying that if we just 
like not just sick the cops on homeless people all the time that our community would be better what are you saying you know yeah maybe if there was more than like one homeless shelter from provo to ogden (laughs) yeah i know they keep demolishing the homeless shelters and then wondering why there's homeless people on the streets it's like wow our major like attempt to address homeless was like 80 percent law enforcement yeah like for perfect example as far as this like compassion do we all remember what happened to the road home yeah. What is compassionate about bulldozing the road home so that real estate developers can build multiplex ridiculous condos, which are skyrocketing the cost of living in this state, which is why the Wasatch Front is one of the top three most expensive places in the nation right now, yeah. which is only pricing people out of the city more, which is exacerbating the problem. How is yeah. how is that compassionate? How is that kind? Shut the fuck up. The ugliest fucking buildings on the planet that's going to collapse in 20 years like that one condo building in Miami did. In Miami, it, yeah. Because there's no regulation here and all of our legislature is just made up of like real estate developers and lawyers who work for real estate developers. Yeah. Fucking awesome. Yep. So – Utah or America needs Utah's leadership. We do not need the extremists, the dividers, the self-serving opportunists who haunt the halls of Congress today. We need selfless servant leaders who unite rather than divide, seek solutions rather than attention, and who will consistently put the interests of Utahns in our country first. Yeah, you want the type of person who's more than happy like napalm Baghdad, but like, you know, willing to say the right words at home. Fuck off. The type of compromise – oh, sorry, Greg. Just this whole idea of like compromise and not being partisan. Has he fucking met Burgess Owens? Has he met Chris Stewart or Todd Weiler? Suck my dick. Or – or the, our favorite representative Christensen who just like is on every crank news show possible. Yes. Yeah, as soon as we're done with this, we're going to go into Steve Christiansen and we can talk about uh, the type of uh, Utah way that we have going on currently. So compassionate. Um, But like, yeah, like uh, Spencer Cox and the whole whole trans bill was a good example of the type of compromise that they make. Like, I I don't know if people remember, but we talked about the compromise bill that Spencer Cox put forward, which – as we also talked about, was arguably worse than the original one that was like more humiliating. It was like trans kids can like play sports sometimes, but they can't compete when it actually matters or something like that. Their records won't count and they can't and they can't participate in postseason play, which is forcing them off the team anyway. Yeah, it was fucking nuts. I was like, do you like that's the type of compromise that they're talking about is I will hear you. I will I will be witness to your suffering. I will fucking cry fake ass tears in front of everyone multiple times. Spencer Cox just did this the other day at Silicon Slopes where he like bawled about like the LGBTQ kids in, in this state. Well, of course, as we pointed out, uh, he has some pretty fucked up ideas on how to deal with them in 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 uh, in high schools here. But anyway, so. That's why I'm running to replace Senator Mike Lee and to represent Utah and our values in the Utah in the United States Senate. I believe that Lee went, originally went to Washington with good intentions, but he has lost his way. Fuck Instead of that. representing the best of Utah, he inflames political tensions and often embodies the worst of Washington's broken politics. He focuses more on dividing people and attention-seeking obstructionism. 
than on finding common ground you and solutions. You literally ran on being an attention-seeking obstructionist. What are you talking about? Like, <laughs> That's you really the like, Hey, I won one state. Can you make me president through the Electoral College? Come on. Like, yeah. what are you talking about here? Like, God fucking damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Keep yeah, going, I mean, man. Cook. He continues and really just says like the exact same shit. The comments are also pretty funny in here. Um, but I mean, like he talks about uh though I am not a though I am a former Republican, I am not running as one nor as a Democrat, but as a fellow patriot and independent. Oh, in the Senate, I'll work with anyone willing to do good for Utah and this nation. I'll answer to Utahns and Utahns alone, not party bosses and not extremist factions. Can he please point out to me what the left extremist faction is in this country? Like, I'm really, like, genuinely wanting to know what he means by that. It, AOC? It's just AOC and Elon Omar. It's the squad. Like, the people yeah. who are still, like, fairly in the camp of the Democratic Party, but for some reason are seen as, like, this, like, like, insurrectionist left like like the republicans see the squad as essentially like the shining path in peru or something this like armed camp that's going to come and like kill people in their sleep even though it's like they're not yeah like they are like what the american equivalent of the khmer rouge (laughs) yeah that's what that's how they see them yeah seriously oh oh my god okay this is amazing so i just needed to go through some of uh um, Evans tweets about Bernie Sanders. I forgot how good these were. Yes. Uh, January 26, 2020. Too many Democrats are unwilling to take on Bernie Sanders like too many Republicans were afraid, afraid to take on Donald Trump. If Bernie Sanders is the Democratic nominee, I think Trump will be reelected and it won't even be that close. Why risk it? Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump claimed 2016 elections were rigged, received Kremlin support, opposed critical sanctions on Moscow, and now attempt to sow doubt over U.S. intel and law enforcement findings on Putin's interference. On this matter, they're two sides of the same coin. Totally. Yeah, he's saying a lot of stuff. It's like, good, fuck, Bernie rocks, awesome. It's like, because, like, more sanctions against Russia. What are you accomplishing with that? Like, cool, you're sticking it to Russia or, like, Bernie opposed because they were also like sticking more sanctions on Iran for no reason whatsoever. This is it. He's what a fucking lunatic Evan is. Uh, So there was a quote from um, uh, Mitch McConnell talking about how as long as Donald Trump is in the White House and I'm the majority of the the majority leader of the Senate, we will not America turn into a socialist country. Evan said, actually, no one has done more to encourage socialism in America than Donald Trump and Republican leaders who support him, not even Bernie. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, Let's see. Oh, this is so good. If Bernie and Trump are, are the Democratic and Republican nominees, it will place America's future in the hands of its polarized political factions, a destructive and destabilizing dynamic. There's a reason that Moscow supported both men in 2016 and are likely to do so again. You know what we should do? We should hand the reins off to a former CIA spook. Dude. The last time that happened, you know, it was great. Poppy Bush was my favorite president. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dude, I mean, he he. how how many fucking times did he say the same thing? Bernie Sanders is the Democrats' Donald Trump. Kremlin-backed, Moscow-sympathizing, divisive, deceptive, and unaccountable. Exploitative of Americans' challenges. A more unifying alternative must be chosen. Exploitative of Americans' challenges. Like, you know, that whole thing about trying to get people uh, free health care? My God. Republicans, especially Evan McMullen, too, because he is a Republican, don't 
try and sugarcoat it any other way, think it's a cheat code when Democrats talk about like material conditions in America. Like oh that's God. not fair. You can't bring that up. You can't bring up the fact that people die in the gutter all the time in this country. What's you can't m- triple stamp a double stamp. Yeah. What's wrong with you? You let's talk about the same old culture war bullshit. We always do because we don't like to talk about the material. That was our, that was our compromise in the eighties. Remember that's what Tip O'Neill and Reagan did. Remember we <laughs> would never talk about how bad capitalism is ever again. And uh, you will just have tax cuts in perpetuity. Guys, what if I told you that somebody in the CSA, CIA knows how to read DSA's website? Because I think I've just oh my God. stumbled upon this. <laughs> so, no. While most Americans want stronger, stronger social programs and something done about income on inequality, Bernie actually prefers real socialism, government control of industry. Don't believe me? Read the DSA's website in which they refer aspirationally to ending private enterprise. God, I wish. Oh my. Yeah, but it that, sounds fucking so, cool. Where do I sign dude, up? He, oh my God. He, uh, Moscow supports Bernie. It knows that he has a long-held sympathy for destructive economic systems, including Soviet communism, as his own public statements demonstrate. I, I mean, <laughs> I wish. This is so fucking funny. Yeah. I mean, he has like multiple massive threads about Bernie Sanders and Donald Trump being the exact same. It's just, I, I just the most just nonsensical bullshit. And then also he had some tweets about how like Bernie Sanders supporters in from 2016 had been calling um, and saying like giving their support. It has been amazing seeing how, so this is him in 2016. All those tweets I was reading were from 2020. He said in 2016, it has been amazing to see how many Bernie Sanders people have reached out in 2016. Again, the biggest surprise so far has been the number of Bernie Sanders people interested in supporting us. And he's like videos of him on the phone with Bernie Sanders supporters from 2016 who, I mean, were looking for a different option, I guess. Like literally anywhere, sadly. Yeah. What a sad, sad state of affairs. God. So, I mean, this is like – the three of us have been talking about this the like the other day when this came out, but this is the same exact shit that Andrew Yang has been on recently. Yes. Is like not left, not right. We're we're going forward or whatever, which just means literally nothing. That does not mean a fucking thing. The this, last time it, last time I saw that is when I was watching Thelma and Louise, and they ended up going off a cliff. Yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. Going. Sh- Right forward, my man. Oh, yeah, I mean, they are the inverse of each other. I mean, one's conservative, one's kind of liberal. I don't fucking know what Andrew Yang is. Andrew Yang's politics are pretty much just like, look at this cool thing I found on the internet. Don't you think it's cool? It's it's <laughs> he's the he's the the politician version of an M- NFT. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah, he's essentially if like Reddit became sentient. I mean, that's yeah, basically. And there is that subreddit called enlightened centrism and that's just like oh, his entire beat dude yeah. it's just like what like the, to have more than one tweet i just to have a single tweet about bernie and, and trump both being kremlin backed or whatever but to have like 30 and like multiple multiple of those being like 20 tweet threads is just so fucking embarrassing like you literally have the biggest goddamn baby brain on the planet if you genuinely think that there was something interesting in, in which you're pointing out. Just only only could it come from an ex-CIA loser like this guy it's like, who could be uh, like this high on his own goddamn bullshit. I mean, it's insane. 
the one thing about Evan McMullen we haven't talked about is the fact that he says he had knowledge of the torture program in Iraq. And he's just like, oh, my God, was, that's right. A gray area. OK, you know, I don't necessarily agree with it. But you know what? I morally understand how you could. But honestly, what could be more uh, Mormon Republican than just not saying things when tragedies are, are happening? Staying silent and just sweeping it under the rug. I mean, that is the Utah way. Amazing. It's 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 just incredible. That's, that's the compassionate conservatism. And like that whole like 30 tweet thread, it reminds me of that. I forgot the name of the lady who talked about like when she was like, it brings me no pleasure to uh, because I'm pro-life. But Steve Bannon is going to get executed. Who was that lady? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I forgot her name, but she, she was, was like, like a, peak Russiagate. She was like a Tory MP who like self-proclaimed destroyed her brain with drugs. So hell yes. Yeah. If I was a Tory, okay. I'd have to do the same thing. There's this tweet from 2016 from Evan, uh, Evan McMullen in like early, early March. He says, Donald Trump talks tough about torture and counterterrorism, but he doesn't know the first thing about either. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> kind of giving the game away, aren't you there, buddy? Like, Mr. President, and you, you do, Mr. President. What do you know about putting the electrodes on a on a cheap herder's nuts? <laughs> I know. I defended this country. Like, I can just see like Evan McMullen trying to do like the best, like Jack Nicholson from from a few good men speech where he's just like, "You want me on that wall? You need me on that wall?" Except for he's kind of a he's kind of weak so it doesn't come out anywhere near that strong he just looks sad and his voice breaks but you know you can't handle the truth until then i suggest that you just either say thank you or grab a weapon and stand a post i can just imagine him in his apartment just like watching 24 and getting sweaty and panting I'm Jack Bauer. That's me. That's me. It's like the funny the thing Jack is, Bauer power hour. The funny thing is if you look up like people who actually were like CIA, like operatives or anything like that, direct is like, I've never heard of the fucking guy. I'm sure. He did something, but he wasn't with us. Oh my God. Um, he, he, he one time like tweeted out a piece by David French. Oh, hell talking yeah. About the loss of integrity ideals and, ideas and ideals and someone said you were in the cia the fuck do you know about integrity he said if you're an american i risked my life for you while at cia and i do it again <laughs> i hope you do so it. Awesome. i really hope you do oh my god please i, I mean it, going through evan's tweets like if you just like type in cia from evan mcmullen cia you can just there's so many good things oh also he he at one point before he rebranded himself into like um, like being this anti-Trump, anti-whatever thing. He said, Mike Pompeo is a good pick for CIA. He's very smart, has already served our nation and seeks new information and he's strong-willed. And then later, of course, becomes very critical of C- of, uh, of Mike Pompeo. But Who would have thought? Yep. Anyway, so Evan McMullen, look at big things coming. Watch this space. He'll be running for uh, re-election or he's going to run for election against Mike Lee. He's going to lose... And we'll be all the wiser for it, I guess. Um, but speaking of elections, we want to end on one thing. Um, so the other day there was a like what what type of meeting was this? Was it, was it just like a 
um, it was okay. It was a judiciary committee meeting, I believe. And I think it was open to the public. Um, but Steve Christiansen, who's a state representative, um, held this meeting about election integrity or whatever, but really he's claiming that there was election fraud here in Utah. And luckily Robert Gerke of the Salt Lake Tribune tweeted out, uh, the entire slideshow that um, that Steve Christiansen was giving at the Alta Club that day, and um, it is like the most like elementary school looking presentation I've ever seen. But it's so fucking funny. So it, the the title of it is "Strengthening Confidence in Our Elections," October twentieth, twenty twenty one. The right to choose choose our rulers from John Jay. A quote: "Providence has given our people the choice of their rulers." My constitutional duty. And then the question posed is, why does Utah care? Trump won. And Steve Christiansen says, my number one job is to protect the rights of the people. Our number one right is to a free and fair election. If that right is not secure, the protection of every other right is in jeopardy. If we do an audit and we're clean, I've done my job. If we do an audit and we're not clean, I've done my job. So he and then he starts citing all of these stats from uh, Big Data Poll. Jordan, tell us about the Big Data Poll guy. Oh yeah, apparently it's the favorite uh, polling firm of the Epic Times. So you know that's <laughs> that's always a great sign. Oh hell yes. Um, their polling director right now is a guy who is posting a lot of Ashley Babbitt. Uh, <laughs> Did nothing wrong memes. Oh, it was just pretty much saying too. It's like we have to do something about that cop. It's like just that cop. None of the other ones, just that one. All right. Yep. Sure. Whatever. Um, yeah. Needless to say, um, all they ever do is just like post in a nonsense and like clips from uh, what's the name of the guy who's like, uh, oh, uh, Dave Rubin. Yeah. And I took enough political analysis courses in my political science degree course to kind of go through when a polling firm doesn't give you the raw numbers for their polling, you probably don't want to trust it. Yeah. For example, there's a reason why 538 has banned like big data poll from their actual like metrics at all. And you're just <laughs> saying something too, because like Nate Silver has gone full vibe since like the 2016 election anyway. So <laughs> like, he doesn't care about anything. Like he'll let anything fly. Yeah. But that was still a bridge too far for him. Yeah. Some of the stuff in here is amazing. So like he, he cites, he cites this data and he said, so the header for this, uh, this slide is public demand for election audits. 55% of likely U.S. voters support forensic audits of the election results to ensure that there was no voter fraud, including 38% of Democrats. And then this is my favorite one that he continues to reference this entire thing. He says 53% of Utah voters believe vote by mail increases fraud. So this is something that like Utah has bragged about that we do for a long time is that we do like full vote by mail if you want. And so now he just keeps citing that this there's this 53% of Utah voters who believe that it increases fraud. Of course, it doesn't. And that one's from Big Data Poll. So he said, was there fraud? And he says, it's an audit that determines that. However, Biden received 1.6 times two or 1.6 to 2.6 times the votes of Obama. And he also mentions that there is absolute machine control. 
and that the voter turnout was 90% in all five major counties. So I think he's saying that's evidence that there was fraud is that voter turnout was that high. And And then Joe Biden got more votes than Barack Obama when Barack Obama ran against Mitt Romney. Uh, Mitt Romney and they always talk about how many fucking people have moved here since then. Like the state has almost doubled in population. Yeah. Even if their proportions remain the same, they're going to get way more votes. Mitt Romney won like a Bathist style election in Utah. It was like 80 to 12. Like I know. Yeah. Oh my God. And then he just has a line item that says, Significant levels of excess ballots and private flow of money to counties, municipalities. Don't know what that's even referring to. Um, And then state election uh, office refuses to provide legislators legally entitled voter rolls. Pretty good. Oh, because you're not supposed to do that because you're not just going to give a list of like every single person, how they voted and when they voted, because that's kind of uh, especially with these dipshits, because that's going to just lead to a massive amount of privacy leaks that probably aren't the best thing for a state. Yeah. So um, Robert Gerke's thread on Twitter, he like was like live tweeting the whole meeting or whatever. Um, And Spencer Cox also from the official government account did tweet out that there is no evidence of election fraud in Utah. Um, But like some of this stuff is so funny. Like, um, Rep, uh, Representative Lowry Snow said, you would like taxpayers to expend money on an audit without any verifiable information that the election results are not valid. And it was the, the retort that was the fact that 53% of people are concerned should be a red flag to the legislature. So, of course, these legislators are using a poll from Big Data Poll, which who fucking knows what they're doing. And just because there are people who are concerned, it does not mean that they have a right to be concerned. And I think that there's a pretty good explanation as to why people are concerned. It's because they are constantly being told by these fucking lunatics that they should be concerned about something. <laughs> And that there's just been this lie outgoing, ongoing for months and months and months now. Um, so uh, Todd Weiler, interestingly, asked, did the audit in Maricopa County increase confidence in the election results? And Chris Jansen said, can't speak to that, says the audit confirmed a lot of the concerns expressed before the audit. Like, no, it didn't. It didn't find any any evidence of election fraud. So how could it have confirmed a lot of the concerns? It literally it's increased just, Biden's vote total in Maricopa County. It, <laughs> I know. It's incredible. So um, it's it's these, these fucking freaks are just out here constantly just repeating this same bullshit over and over again. Just like with like the ALEC legislation that they draft up. They just have these same lunatics who would just get marched out to do this exact same thing in every state, like demanding election integrity, which is really just a push to disenfranchise as many people as they possibly can to look for any possible reason that they can take away the vote from someone who they don't want to vote. It's just it's the same thing every single time they're going to try to enforce like voter ID laws or something like that. I I didn't realize just how high up in the church Steve Christensen is. He's the director of projects for the presiding bishopric of the church. Oh, oh, of course. Perfect. I didn't even know that. Yeah, I didn't know that either. I just found his LinkedIn page and just checked. And I was like, oh, wow, that's cool. Awesome. So he's like a, a, a descendant of Ezra Taft Benson. And then, no, they keep those Idaho boys separate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I, oh it's, so, it's so weird. Like this, 
this whole thing is just amazing just for a lot of reasons yeah and then like of course when they open it up to more comments you get people who are like um like losing their shit about the idea of ranked choice voting and uh so yeah these public comments people are had an each had a minute to say what they wanted to say um like this woman named Marcy Campbell says she ran for Senate, said she was the victim of many election violations, like just not very specific or anything, just says she was a victim of those. Um, uh, Jennifer Dredge says ranked choice voting was passed in the dark of night without public input. Gerke pointed this out as being not true. Um, and then bringing up uh, a guy saying there's a no chain of custody for ballots dropped in ball- in boxes. Ballots are changed with no records. Like people just believe this bullshit that's taking place around these ballots as if like there's just this magical, mysterious force that is just going through and changing all of the selections. And again, like Trump <laughs> easily won Utah. I don't I don't understand what they're uh, losing their shit about. But anyway, um, you have a legislature that is like 80 percent Republican and also like a governorship in a, a state Democratic Party who hasn't won statewide since 1996. Like, what are you complaining about? Yeah, this is the best part right here, though. Um, Ta- uh, Tamara Mullen says we have concerns. Same people who orchestrated coups globally were behind U.S. coups with Antifa and BLM riots. Yeah, that's yeah, absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, the CIA really teams up with Antifa and BLM, you know, as opposed. Oh to, like, my God! Yeah, do you remember when those feds just like absolutely just fucking executed that dude in Washington who was uh, allegedly killed someone at at a BLM riot or whatever. And they just rolled up to his house and like Don't 50 him. of them just unloaded on this dude as he walked out of his house instantly. Yeah. You know, it's, it, it's very interesting because, you know, the federal government's shown a lot of critical support for like black power <laughs> organizations over the last five decades. Or so. I mean, I mean, dude, Killing Martin Luther King was, I, I guess, covering <laughs> their tracks or something. I don't know. That really is such an amazing thing to say. It's like the government, the CIA, the FBI, they're on the side of, of BLM and Antifa. That's just, it's it's just incredible. I mean, look, look at the support they gave Fred Hampton. I know. They drug critical him support they shot him. Yep. Yeah. So then like, you had people who just like stood up and claimed to be statisticians saying that they found an excess of 18,000 ballots. Like, sure. how could some just random public person know that? Um, Kevin Thomas, he alleged treason. He said, if we don't have fair elections, we might as well be in sl- be in slavery. That's an incredible phrase. We might as well be in slavery. How do you think um, women felt for the majority of American history? Dude, this is so fucking Or funny. minorities um, or people who didn't own land. <laughs> Gerke quoted this one. It says, this woman says she, quote, is seeing algorithm. When D's go up, R's go down. We have excess ballots. Quote, wonky things going on. Just over um, here, you know, watching my algorithms oh get my fucking God. crushed. Wow. Yeah, and at some point, my algorithms are getting crushed. And at, and at some point, Gerke just says, I'm turning this off. It's the same garbage, not informative in any way. So I'm appreciative of him for uh, giving me at least some of like what was going on. But Thank you for your service. my job to listen to those psychos. Speaking of uh, uh, our favorite Minnesotan uh, pillow uh, peddler. Uh, I love him. Steve Christiansen and Phil Lyman actually attended that uh, cyber symposium that Mike Lindell put on. Wow. Dude, did they really? Yeah, they did. 
Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> yes, that fucking rules. <laughs> but like this is this is the blueprint moving forward though, right? Like if if Republicans don't win elections and even like Democrats too with Russiagate and the same thing, like this it's just gonna be this in perpetuity. If our side doesn't win, well, then yeah. the other side cheated. Well, and like and like cre- creating a problem that doesn't exist, yeah. which is just the same shit that happens over and over again. And they're so coordinated on this shit. Like him saying 53 percent of Utahns believe that 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 mail in ballots like increase fraud or whatever. I don't think that number is true. Even if it is true, it just speaks to how coordinated all of these like campaigns of messaging they have from the media that they consume for the politicians that they support, all of that shit. They're all so on message. They all repeat the exact Mm -hmm. same bullshit. So like whether or not something is true, it doesn't matter whether or not like the way that they were able to just work themselves into a fucking goddamn frenzy over critical race theory being like taking over schools and then it's just gone essentially from public consciousness from so like uh i think we talked about like the google searches for crt but it's just like that same shit this these cycles that they perpetuate it's like i mean if you just tune into fox news on any giving given evening or see what they're talking about it's the same shit, dude. They it's just like so coordinated. They all are just on the exact same wave, and that's how they can convince so many of their constituents that there's just this gigantic election fraud problem. And there is absolutely not. And <laughs> well, it's like I, I found some great quotes from this Trib article about them going to this uh, Lindell thing. Here's from Christiansen, uh, quote, there is a perception that Utah does it best and our elections have never had problems. And I am not a believer of that. Oh, my God. Christiansen added he was disappointed Lindell's event did not deliver the promised proof of election fraud, fraud, but said everyone should want the 2020 results to be audited for the sake of accuracy. Oh, my fucking hell. You know, so it makes me laugh so hard that this high roller for the church had to go watch this guy's coke bender. Dude, yes. Like. I highly recommend anyone that is that is interested in like Mike Lindell lore, but also just this whole topic in general to um, to listen to the QAnon Anonymous episode they did about the my, the Mike Lindell symposium. It was one of the fucking craziest things I've ever heard, and people were paying hundreds of dollars to be in attendance of this thing, where he literally just got on stage and had somebody just like scroll through like a SQL database of just a bunch of numbers, and the people were like. What am I looking at? And he's like, I don't know what this there's, is, but this is evidence, the evidence of the you fraud. Need. It's all right there in the number. <laughs> Have you never seen the Matrix? Just Take scrolling. the pill and you'll understand. Oh God, it's just blows my mind, man. It, it blows. And my the thing mind. that's like that's really fucking blackpilling about all of this is that it's going to get worse. Especially because the Democrats are going to get washed in the midterms. Yeah. It, and it, like and once Republicans are back in power in the House and Senate, like who knows where they're hearings goes. about this shit. Yeah, oh, they're, they're absolutely gonna they're gonna have hearings about this. They're gonna have hearings about Hunter Biden. And it's never dude. ever going to end. 
Honestly, I'm looking forward to the Hunter Biden uh, hearings, truth be told, because that's going to have some great material. Oh, wait, are his dick pics going to be entered in the public record? <laughs> yeah, it'll be just like when Orrin Hatch said Long Dong Silver a bunch of times. And, uh, <laughs> and Thomas, uh, hearings. Dude, I forgot the price, about The price that. of M&Ms are going to skyrocket. Oh, my God. That's right, dude, the m and <laughs> That stock is going to the moon, baby. Oh, oh my goodness. But no, the Mars company is so going to like overtake tesla and amazon as the wealthiest companies in the world it's going to be so great that that when the democrats get washed in the midterms because they're going to lose to a bunch of people that go to like a state department of state page and then kit f11 and think they have proof of voter fraud because they see the source code information here i crack the code and wow and it's also just because like you have the weakest political party at the other side too led by a guy who is currently doing a cnn town hall and is pretending to hold a podium that is not present i so, said it in the, i said oh, it in the slack fuck. like Bi- biden's like fists stance is exactly what my toddler used to do when he needed to take a shit he looked like, like a rock the exact same oh why i i didn't watch this till right now why is he doing that because his brain is gone. Because the sun is down. Why is he doing that? Oh my god! <laughs> it just keeps going too. That's dude. He does get like a rock'em sock'em robot, dude. It rolls so hell? much. It's so funny. He he's he's got full Uncle Junior brain. I'm sorry. It's. <laughs> is, man. We're gonna see him wandering the streets of Newark in his bathrobe any day. Jesus Christ. Yeah, but don't worry, though. The Democrats are in good hands because he's a leader of the party. So that says everything you need to know about America right now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, well, yeah, you ain't black if you didn't vote for him. So they're already they're re-compromising the uh, the infrastructure bill now, which started at six trillion is now down to one point so, seven five trillion. So, you know, we're doing I don't great. even have the energy to talk about the infrastructure bill because. It's fucking ridiculous. Anyone who talks about like progressives not ever being willing to compromise or whatever, like we're we're, we're a bit of a far a far ways away from uh, the original six trillion, aren't we? Yeah, yeah so. we're we're done with that. Now it's just going to be like we're going to means test like a school lunch or something at this point. Just like it's it's the fourteen or yeah, it's the fourteen hundred dollar checks in the perpetuity. Dumbest the dumbest country. Like I. Yeah, can't wait to give uh, to for Medicare to include dental coverage in twenty fucking years or whatever. Just sweet, awesome. just yeah. What a loser ass country! Not the time we're going to qualify for it. So awesome. I, I yeah, my God. I mean, there's a country by then. Yeah, actually, that th- that reminds me. I want to talk. Um, I just want to like. I want to tell this little story that like um, my brother shared with me um, for one of his friends. So his friend uh, and his wife just had had a baby and um, while they were in the hospital room. So he said, you better believe the hospital gave me about three hours of sleep before they blasted my ass out of bed with a phone call for me to pay my bill. (laughs) And I was like, dude, she was born at 2 a.m. And you call, call me to collect at 6 a.m. So they straight up called him four hours after his daughter was born while they were still in the hospital room for him to pay a hospital bill already. 
And then while he was in this hospital room too, he got a call from a a medical company, like a sales call from a medical company uh, after like two hours after his daughter was born. Like the the state of affairs in this country for like just healthcare in general is such, it's just shambolic, just absolutely unreal for the, for just any of that to happen. And like when I hear stories from like any, I mean, like we talk about the reasons why fewer people are having kids in this country, but like if you just talk to anyone who had a kid in not the United States, the only thing that they had to pay for was like parking. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Speaking from experience, yeah. my God, having a child is wildly expensive to the point where like I had to go and get an itemized receipt and then call the hospital and argue for things like band-aids oh my god jesus uh, after my wife good. had it's a good. c-section it's good and great i i mean you just have to look at the cruelty of this country i mean people have to work sick people have to essentially make sacrifices i mean today i saw on television a uh, man with senility on cnn having to answer questions from anderson cooper so yep Anyway, cool place to live. Great note to end on. But uh, yeah, just uh, just as I die, I'll just remember this video of Joe Biden with the Rock'em Sock'em arms. That'll be nice for me to think back on into my final year of my twenties. I get to I get to see see this. I just imagine his brain going like, "Bop it, push it, slap it." Oh my god. He's just like a video game character just trapped in a wall. His mind is just a monkey, like, playing a miniature symbol. Yeah. Well, he's just permanently in the 1956 malt shop, and we love it, God bless him. Joe Biden, you're our only hope. (laughs) All right, boys. Any final thoughts? Um, No. I'm so fucking glad basketball's back. If things are going to be this bad, at least I can watch Steph drop 50. NBA's back. Ben Simmons is not back. (laughs) Ennis Cantor is back. Except for Kyrie is still. Plus minus is like negative eight. Okay. Do we think one thing I want to, the last thing I want to end on is, uh, do you guys think that Kyrie Irving is going to get vaccinated this season when it gets down to like crunch time? No, yeah, I do. do Greg does. Jordan doesn't. I think he will when it's like final stretch of the season, like that last like push to get one or two seed. I think uh, Um, I think he'll get vaccinated. If COVID starts to wane in this country, he'll get it then just to be like, well, you know what? Now that the danger's passed, I can now get it just because it's completely counterintuitive because his brain works in very fun ways. Um, he's just no. he's legitimately just a cr- contrarian for the sake of being a contrarian. Like there's no other reason that like he's just the guy who was like, oh, yeah, I liked this band before I got cool. <laughs> yep. Like it's it's just anti for the sake of being anti. I'm just wondering if like every like conservative that is like praising him now is like Kyrie Irving's willing to stand up for freedom is also going to have that same thing when like all of his views on like Standing Rock come out and everything like that. <laughs> I know. I know. They, they Yeah, they, they think he's on their side right now, but nope. Anyway. All right, boys. It's been a pleasure. We'll catch everyone next time. Bye.
Fireman's blind, a conductor's lame A Cincinnati jacket and a sad look dame Hanging out the window with a bottle full of rain Clap hands Never coming